This is You Can Teach English Online. You Can Teach English Online. And you know what? You can. There are people all over the globe who want to learn English, and you can make the leap to be able to teach them. Antoine Cognar will tell you everything you need to know to start teaching English online. What to know before starting. How to find the best companies that are hiring right now. What the difference is between teaching online and in a classroom. And so much more. This is You Can Teach English Online. You Can Teach English Online. And this is Antoine Cognar. Hey everyone, this is Antoine, and I want to welcome you to the You Can Teach English Online podcast. So, this has been a goal of mine to do something like this for a while, to start a podcast,、uh, because I know that it's, a, it's an amazing way to help others, and it's an amazing way for other people to kind of see the journey and to see the steps that are involved in starting to teach English online. So, I'm just so excited to be able to do this and to, to kind of finally start this and for you to share this journey with me. So, some of you might know me already.、Um, for those that don't, I can let you know a little bit about、uh, what I've been doing online.、Um, I have a blog, it's youcanteachenglishonline.co. And on that blog, I help people to learn about teaching English online. I help them to、uh, navigate the process, to get started, to find the best companies, and to just basically make sense of it all.、Um, we post,、uh, I post regular articles on that blog every week. And from there, you can find a lot of interesting things. So, for example, you can learn about、uh, teaching certificates, you can learn about what the best companies are right now,、uh, and just so much more.、Um, so, that's one of the main things that I do. I also have a course called You Can Teach English Online, and that is like a comprehensive A to Z course、uh, for those of you, especially that are starting out, who are just kind of like, man, how do I make sense of this world? How do I make sense of this teaching online industry?、Uh, that course will help you to get set up and will help you to just、uh, have a head start above anyone else.、Um, it will teach you everything that I've learned in the last five years. Uh, to fast track your progress, to find the best companies, to ace the interviews, to、uh, excel at the mock lessons, and just to be a better teacher once you actually start working. So、uh, that's kind of like the crowning achievement, the course、uh, that, we, that I offer.、Um, so that's something that you can check out as well.、Uh, in addition to that,、um, I've also wrote a book called You Can Teach English Online Master Guide, and that is on Amazon as well、um, as my website. And that's a review of the top companies that you can work for. So it kind of goes into detail,、uh, gives some background information about the companies, and it talks about how you can apply, what the pros are, what the cons are.、Uh, it's just a really good guide、um, for those that are just kind of wanting to get、uh, the straight facts about the best companies to work for. So that kind of gives you a little bit of background about me.、Um, one of the reasons I'm excited to start this podcast is because. Like I, said, like I said, it's going to give me another avenue to reach out to, to you and to help you and serve you even more. So, that's a little bit about my background.、Um, you might be wondering what are some of the things that will be talked about on the podcast? Well, when it comes to teaching English online, there's just so many different topics that can be considered. For example, there's going to be discussions about the best companies.、Um, Regardless of the location. So, for example, companies in Asia, companies in Europe, companies in
um, the United States, in South America, in the Middle East. Uh, there's just a, a, an incredible range of companies to consider. Also, how to actually get a job, like how to go through the process of applying, of filling out your resume. What do you put on it? How do you show the potential employers that you're actually qualified? Um, all of these kind of things we'll be discussing on the show. And mainly it's just a way for you to see what it's actually like to teach English online and for you to just follow along um, on the journey. Like I said, the mission for this show or the goal for this show is to be able to help as many people as possible to get started teaching English online. Um, yeah, that's it. So you might be wondering why, why would I even want to teach English online? Well, there's so many reasons. Uh, some of the top reasons for me are number one, flexibility, uh, number two, location independence, and also work-life balance. So I don't want to go into that too much right now, but the purpose of this show, what I thought would be nice, would be to talk about my backstory so that you can kind of get to know me a little bit more and you can see uh, where I started and where, you know, what led up to what I'm doing now. And that way, hopefully we can develop more of a connection and you can um, follow me along even more closely on this journey. So what is my backstory? Well, like many of you, I have worked many different jobs. Um, I uh, grew up in my early working career in Northern California, and that was in the San Francisco Bay Area. And I was working all sorts of jobs. Sometimes my friends used to joke with me because it seemed like every time I turned around, I, I had a different job. Um, I was I worked at uh, I worked at Domino's Pizza. I delivered pizza there. I worked at Starbucks. I was a barista there. I worked at Best Buy, which is uh, an electronics store in the United States. I was kind of like a customer service person there. I worked at FedEx. I uh, went there. Oh man, I could still remember that job like it was yesterday. I would go there. Uh, it was kind of it was a night shift job more or less, and I would just it was in Oakland, so I would go in my car. It was cold out. I would I didn't want to go, but I knew that I had to go, so I would drive to work. You know, I would open the door. I could see my breath, <laughs> and I would just go inside. And what would I be doing? Well, I'd be sorting boxes. So all of the boxes that would come through that would be put on the airplanes uh, or on the yeah on the airplanes and all the different things to be sent out. I would sort the boxes out and I would just kind of be working in this kind of like uh, uh, factory like setting where we all were just there lined up and it, it just wasn't really something that I could see myself doing long term. It was exhausting work. It was, you know, I had to be on my feet. I was tired. It was late. Uh, and it wasn't ideal. That's just another that's another job that I did. I worked in grocery stores. I worked at uh, a few different grocery stores as a as a, a bagger, uh, you know, the person that bags your food. So, for example, I worked at this grocery store in Sonoma County called Oliver's Market. It, it was like one of my first jobs. I'll remember it. I always remember it because my mom's friend actually helped get me that job. And I was so happy. I was so excited uh, to, to finally start. And it was actually uh, it wasn't bad. Everyone there was really nice. Um, but, you know, I knew I wasn't going to be doing that forever. Um, I I would basically, you know, interact with the people. Uh, they would come in. I had my regulars. I would bag their groceries. And 
you know, paper, plastic. <laughs> but it's just something that I, I didn't see myself continuing with for a long time. After that, uh, as time went on, I got more into working in like hospitality and tourism. So I would work in different restaurants. Uh, for example, in Marin County, I worked at an Italian restaurant. I was a server there. Uh, the name of the restaurant was Pasta Pomodoro. You might know it. And uh, that job, it had its ups and its downs. But to be honest, it's not easy because you're working a lot. I was working a lot during the, the weekends, at night. I would get customers that would be picky. I, I had people send things back. They weren't happy uh, with what they ordered. And I was kind of the one who would have to take the brunt of that. Um, so again, I didn't see myself at that kind of a job for a long time. I moved up from there. I started working in a fancier restaurant and that was a little bit better, but the customers are more demanding um, and you kind of have to be on all the time. So you have to basically have your, uh, you have to have your kind of game face on, so to speak. And that also was tiring. And I, I remember going to that job because my wife would work her office job during the day and I would be working uh, this restaurant job and you know I would kind of be going to work uh, just a little bit after she'd be coming home from work so that wasn't really something that was so nice um, and then I would drive to work I was living again in the East Bay I would drive to Marin and it would take me like 45 minutes just to get there I'd be stuck in traffic you know people are irritated on the road and that's all before I even started working so again, I didn't see that as something that I was going to be doing for a long time. And, you know, it's not just that I was working these one or two jobs, but there were times when I'd be working even two or three jobs at once. Um, living in California, especially in the Bay Area, it's a very expensive uh, place. And I would be working, uh, I remember I worked this newspaper job. I would deliver the newspaper early in the morning. Some of you guys might know this. I was actually working that job in Sonoma County. And, and there was a point when I was even driving from Oakland back to like Sonoma County. So just to give you that in perspective, it takes like a little bit over an hour with no traffic, no one on the road, because I would start at like five in the morning and I would be there. I have to be there bright and early. The papers would come in on this big bin on the table. I'd sort all the papers, especially on Sunday, because all the advertisements would come out and I would just organize everything. And then I'd go on my route, just basically driving around to all of the houses, all of the addresses and delivering the paper. And that was, again, kind of a lonely job. And it, it's something, again, I was like, I, I can't do this forever. And it's not that, it, you know, it just ended there, but I would go home. I'd drive again an hour back home and then I'd have to start my next job, which would be maybe the restaurant job in the afternoon. So you can see it was just nonstop. So what were some of the challenges that I had working these kind of jobs? Well, I, I wasn't able to spend the time that I wanted to spend with my family, with my friends. I wasn't able to be with my wife as long or as much as I wanted to be and to do things that I enjoyed. Uh, it seemed like every time something was going on, a gathering or a get together, it would be like on a Friday night, for example, or Saturday night, maybe. And I'd be working. Everybody else would be free and I would be the one who'd be working. So that got old real quick. And in addition to that, working all those jobs, I would be tired. And it seemed like I didn't have any energy for anything. And I knew that there had to be a better way. So I 
I was, I had a struggle. It was an external struggle because I knew that uh, I wanted to have more time with loved ones. I wanted to have more time with my wife and with my friends. And I wanted to be able to do things when other people were doing things. I didn't want to always be stuck at work or just working all of these jobs just to make ends meet. I knew that there had to be something else I could do. It's not like working all these jobs was something that was able to earn me uh, a ton of money that I didn't have to worry about bills or have to stress about that. Uh, even with uh, working all these jobs, I barely had you know enough to pay for what we needed to pay for because I was trying to uh, live a simple life, and you know it was just something that it was like a lot of work, a lot of stress, and I didn't really have much to sh much to show for it, to be honest with you. So again, I was thinking to myself, this is really. I don't have the flexibility I want, and I don't have the income that I, I could, you know, use to pay my bills. But I'm tired all the time, and I'm working all the time. I can't travel as much as I would want to, and it feels like I'm a prisoner of my job. These were some of the external struggles that I was going through uh, while I was doing all of these things, and this was for years. And it seemed like it was just normal. It seemed like there was no end in sight. So that was kind of what you can see on the outside. But internally, I was also going through different things as a result of this cycle. It was something that got me feeling really frustrated. And it seemed like, again, it was it was like hopeless to try to find something better. Every time I, I thought I would find a or I thought I had found a new opportunity, it seemed like it was basically just uh, an empty one. So. Again, I felt like there was no way out, and I felt like um, there was nothing I could do about it. Sometimes I would see different ones, and uh, it seems like they, they had everything figured out. Um, it seemed like they were able to balance their jobs and all their other activities, and they had everything that they needed. And it seemed like there was something that I just needed to figure out, something that I just didn't know, that if I could just unlock what it was, then I also would be able to have the time that I wanted to spend with my family and with my loved ones. And I would be able to have the freedom to do the things that I wanted to do and not be a slave to my job. So this is these are the kind of thoughts that I had going on in my mind um, as I would be working these jobs, you know, at the restaurants, delivering paper and all of these jobs that I just I had to get out. I had to get out of, of them. So that was my problem, and that was the issue that was happening. I thought I would find something good, like I said, but it was just something that led to a dead end or a wall. So as, as you can see, the problem was I didn't have enough money to meet my needs or to meet them in a, a comfortable way, and I didn't have any time because all my time was spent working. So I knew that this is not what I wanted to do. So I was looking, I was looking for something. I was looking for something that I could do that I could have flexibility. And I talked to a friend one day and they mentioned to me that I should look at teaching English online. And to be honest with you, I kind of brushed it off because I was like, teaching English online, is that really something that I could do to support myself? Do people actually, <laughs> do people actually live off of that? And I didn't really do anything with it initially. But it kind of stuck in my mind. And 
throughout, you know, in the next several weeks and months, I would kind of hear it come up again, that subject, teaching English online. And I thought to myself, there might be something to this. Maybe I should look into this, teaching English online. I'm tired of working, uh, slaving away, not having anything to show for it, and not having the time that I want to spend with my family, with my friends, and on activities that I actually enjoy. So I finally decided to actually start looking into teaching English online. So what did I do? Well, I hit Google. I went to Google. I read everything I could find about teaching English online. I started to discover this whole new world that I didn't even know existed right in front of me. It was like I was having an epiphany. This was what I was looking for. Teaching English online would be able to get me out of this rat race and to be able to give me the flexibility and the opportunities that I wanted and to have the time with my family and loved ones that I really knew would be possible or that I didn't even know would be possible. So at that point on, teaching English online became the answer for me. But I knew that I couldn't just keep researching and keep looking up information because I had to develop a plan. So like I said, I learned everything I could about it. Um, I researched uh, everything that I could find. And what I decided to do is I actually contacted a company and I started the process to get um, my teaching certificate because I knew that getting my teaching certificate would be something that would give me more opportunities once I actually started applying to different companies. So that was, for me, something that was what I wanted because I didn't want to just kind of dabble in it. I didn't want to just go in a little bit because I, I was fed up with the situation up to that point. And I knew that I had certain goals that I wanted to accomplish. And I knew that going forward, this would be the way that I would be able to do them. It was so uh, clear to me. So I got my teaching certificate and um, I became qualified to teach English online. And that was something that was a crowning achievement for me. So I was thinking that having a good work-life balance was just around the corner. I knew that I, I could, it was, it was attainable. It was something that I could just breach and to be able to have enough money to pay my bills and not to be able to slave away at the jobs that I didn't enjoy. I also wanted to be able to travel, like I said. I knew that it was in my grasp. I started to become more clear and I started to see how this would actually be able to be possible. Well, I can't say that this journey was without problem because, well, like anything worthwhile, you're always going to run into obstacles. And that's exactly when you want to keep pushing forward and keep working towards your goals. Otherwise, the only other option is to go back to what you had before. So I can tell you actually a little bit about the process of when I was researching all of the different information, I have to admit that it was not easy by any standard because for one thing, if you've done any research on a matter or on a subject on the internet, it's not like everything is just in one easy place, especially at that time when it came to teaching English online, this was several years ago, all the information was scattered all throughout the internet. And in addition to that, I didn't know who to trust. This was something that was a new industry to me, I was learning about it. I didn't know who was who and what to make of what I was learning and what was that, what I was reading. So it took up so much time to make sense of everything and to really put all the pieces together. So that's, that was my experience. So I also had to, I, you know, I took action on different things. Uh, for example, I looked into teaching certificates. I looked into different 
um, things that would help me to become more qualified. And not all of them worked out. I had to learn by trial and error. But eventually, what happened was uh, my wife and I, we had a goal to, to move abroad because we wanted to uh, participate in some volunteer work. And I knew that teaching English online would be able to support ourselves and it would be the best way to be able to do that. So um, in 2013, after getting my certificate, after all of this time I had spent researching and learning and just absorbing myself in this new world of teaching English online, uh, we were able to move abroad to Spain. So we moved from California to Spain. And I started to... Um, I started to research, uh, or I started to apply to companies, I should say. I had some interviews. For example, we went to the south of Spain. I had an interview with a company there. And um, I, didn't, I didn't accept the job, the position, because the schedule conflicted with uh, some other priorities that I had. But it was amazing to see that all of the things that I had done up to that point were able to result in having an interview. Um, eventually, I ended up interviewing with another company in the north of Spain, in Bilbao, and I actually took that position, and it was a um, it was a teaching company in Bilbao, Spain, and I was able to teach teenagers and adults. And I'll tell you more about some of the things that happened along the way when it comes to that. But I finally had it. I was finally able to have this amazing life uh, work life balance. Uh, I didn't have to slave away. I was able to work just a few hours a day, um, teaching, doing the things that I had been trained to do, and it seemed like I had finally accomplished what I wanted. I had uh, enough money to pay my bills. I had freedom to have time with my family. I was able to travel and be with friends and life was good. But it's not just the external things that, that were different, uh, the things that you can see on the outside. I would say that the whole experience of going through that whole process of learning of um, sorting out information, of applying the things that I wanted to act on, it actually changed me as a person and it helped me to have a, a better appreciation for life and for the circumstances that were provided and for the ability that we have to change them and to make positive uh, a positive impact. And it really helped me to appreciate all of the amazing things that are available to us uh, if we just put forth the effort and if we just move forward. I've been able to travel to some amazing places I would never have dreamed of if I had stayed uh, where I was in those jobs that I didn't like and in that situation that I didn't enjoy. And I am no longer enslaved to a job, but I am able to choose my schedule and work when I want to work. And also, most importantly, I'm able to spend time with my loved ones, my wife and my friends and others. And that is something that is... Uh, without that is something that I can't compare to anything. So this whole experience, this whole from from the beginning to now, it's enriched me beyond any of my expectations. Well, my friend, I hope that this backstory about me and about my journey teaching English online and how I got started, I hope that you can maybe see yourself in it. And if you are where I was in that job that you hate, or struggling to make ends meet, or whatever it is, know that that doesn't have to be, uh, that's not going to be there forever. If you want to make a change, for example, if you want to pursue teaching English online, know that it's within your power to do that. So 
This again is the You Can Teach English Online podcast. This is our first episode, season one, episode one. And I look forward to delivering more value. Um, sometimes I'll be sharing lessons that I've learned from my experience teaching English online, stories and different things like that. And other times I'll be sharing practical things, uh, things related to companies and things uh, that you can really take action on immediately. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode and I hope that uh, we'll see you in the next one. Uh, feel free to um, leave me a review and thanks for listening. Bye. You've been listening to You Can Teach English Online, online with Antoine Cognar. Teaching English online is exciting and rewarding, and we hope you got useful information from this podcast. If there's something you'd like to be discussed on the next show or to reach out, send us an email at hello at teachenglishonline.co. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on You Can Teach English Online.